Hey guys, back to Monday. That's over a week. I can't believe that that's over a week since the marathon. So if I, I've probably chatted, I've chatted about it before, but if I haven't, and I haven't chatted about the fact that time seems to just absolutely whiz past, then there you go. That's a, that's over a week. I can't believe it felt. It just felt like yesterday that I was planning Houston, and now now it's over completely. And not only that, of like my my week off is gone. So I'm still I'm still not able to train. I, I did a five mile run this morning. I got up at about quarter past eight, went for a five mile run, shard. Now I have to go down to down to Jordanstown, down to Sinai to get some physio. The next like the next four or five weeks is just going to be a case of monitoring with physio how everything's going, how the hamstrings are. Not necessarily repairing, but settling down, um, starting a bit of strength type stuff, and and hopefully, hopefully amongst all that, when I when I ran, I've ran for the last, I ran Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. When I ran on Friday, I think I averaged about nine minute miling. Maybe it was really, really, really bad. Both hamstrings just really locked up. Didn't want to didn't really allow me to run properly but it was the physio that had told me that if I ran it might help blood flow and um, then I had massage Friday night no I had physio Friday night I had the massage Thursday so I got physio so yeah I, I had a I've had a couple of lots of treatment already actually I've had one two massages and this will be my second physio appointment so nearly four four lots of treatment on the hamstrings um, it felt this morning like the there isn't really pain, but there's a bit of tightness and a bit of general like restriction, I suppose you could say. And this morning it felt like it had moved a little bit from the outside of the hamstring to more the middle belly of the hamstring. And but it really does just feel like a bit of maybe a bit of tightness, but maybe that it's just not loving the running action right now. So as I run and as I try to run a little bit faster. It just doesn't really appreciate that. So I just have to be patient with this. Um, I, I legit woke up today with like my second second hangover, you could say, like a two-day hangover. Or I, I used this used to be the case for me all the time. Like, and I tell you what, I, I, I don't like hangovers now. I hated them before and I hate them still. They are, they suck. Like, I, and I, I realize this is why obviously I don't, I don't choose to drink that much. Like, doesn't matter if I have two drinks or 20 and I actually don't know how many I had on Saturday I'm not kidding you it might I lost count I went to the rugby club at about three o'clock after the cross country and I didn't I, I only had a pint of Guinness there just because I thought I should have a pint of Guinness while I was watching the match um, and then I didn't actually go out again until probably about seven o'clock and then when I went out at seven o'clock yeah, the night kind of just ran into one. Like there was quite a lot of drinking, quite a lot of messing around, and it was just good crack, though. It was good to see all my mates, and like I say, that's really important to me. Like, um, I I know I couldn't do that all the time, and I wouldn't actually want to do it all the time. I think it's for me, it's a really nice luxury to be able to relax and and enjoy myself and not feel any obligation to run in or like a certain bedtime or. 
but I do it did get there but it got quite late I think we left the little club place we were in at maybe like 1.30 um, there was a lot of people going back to like a house party or whatever and I I, <laughs> I think I was on my way <clears throat> and then it's like I just decided nah that's enough for me and about half one I took myself home and went to bed so I think I think like I, I think it was worth it like the hangover itself wasn't worth it but sometimes it's worth and you guys are all gonna this is what you'll relate to the most because often often the idea of going out partying and like how like you how you mentally think it's gonna go in your head ends up a lot better than than then how it actually goes and 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 that's quite funny like and i think that's the case with a lot of things like i i again it's probably not something i speak about all the time but i think good and bad i think our head builds things up sometimes is going to be really good and then actually the reality isn't as good as what your head built it up but similarly and i was having this conversation with uh, jackie newton the head of high performance in northern ireland on on saturday the cross country and we were talking about doha and like the weather and obviously the weather at houston the reports were i think the reports were a lot scarier than the reality um and and i remember like monday morning and monday i spoke to you guys in the podcast and i was having a fucking meltdown and i like i i thought my world had ended because of these weather reports and newspaper articles arctic freeze and you know like bullshit like this and and i remember like really letting it get the better of me and then all of a sudden like the next day I was going to travel down the mountain, just not to sea level, but a little bit lower elevation. And then I, I text my coach and I was like, hey, like, you know what? The weather in Flagstaff today is very similar to what the projected weather in Houston is going to be. And, and I think it was like 35 Fahrenheit and like 18 mile per hour winds that day in Flagstaff. And so I just kind of thought, you know what, fuck this. Like, I'm just going to go train today, do my session, see what it feels like. And then and then I'll make a decision if, like, if it's going to be that bad, you know. And so off I went, trained, barely felt the wind, and I did out and back. So really didn't feel it that much. The cold wasn't too bad, like, so long as you had gloves on. And, and then I just remember, like, I probably texted my coach straight after and just said, you know what, like that's not going to be too bad and it was just one of those scenarios where like I had built up this idea in my head of like how difficult the wind was going to be how cold the weather was going to be in Houston and and actually I didn't have a effing clue because I wasn't in Houston and, and I've not ran the marathon course so for all I know it was sheltered the entire way for example and and so like this is that's one of those things like I don't know how on earth I'm comparing partying on Saturday to Houston Marathon, but there you go. Um, but it is, it's this idea that our brains sometimes work against us and, and, and sometimes they work for us and they build something up and you really think it's going to be amazing and then it isn't. But equally, it can build things up or, or another thing it can do is like build your competitors up and, and you can start thinking how amazing these guys are and, and then you actually go and train with them a little bit and you realize, you know what, they're actually not that amazing. Um, and I think that's really important to keep keep that in in, in control and, and don't like let that get the better of you. So the conversation with Jackie was actually about Doha and we were talking about like obviously there's all these stories about like you know it's gonna be 35 degrees Celsius and 
it's really humid in Doha and and I and I like I don't know what my plans are for Doha like I know for a fact I want to be there but the interesting thing is is maybe maybe that's the kind of thing I would do maybe like three weeks before Doha I would go out there and I would just train there or maybe two weeks before and and be able to do a pretty hard session at midnight when the race is going to be run in this humidity and in this heat and and you know what maybe you'll do it and you'll go you know what fuck that wasn't too bad or maybe I'll do it and I'll go oh my god I'm 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 done <laughs> but like you know what I mean like you, you a lot we assume way too much you know you assume something's going to be really hard or you assume something's going to be really easy and and it and half the time it doesn't work out the way you think it was going to work out so no that's where just like Saturday I was really excited you know that excited that I probably nearly would have flew home from America just to kind of have a bit of like release time and relaxing time and hit the pubs with my mates and stuff but as per usual the I'm, I'm not suggesting it wasn't good fun it was but I don't know that I would want to do that all the time I just don't I just don't like hangovers and I just yeah and you spend a load of money and it's it's just not great is it so now life goes on I have to I woke up today I told you guys I got a run done I'll, I'll see the physio now the physio is probably gonna give the SNC coach a heads up on whether or not I can do start doing some SNC I'm gonna start putting the rehab back in place I, I actually might maybe today I'll I'll look for a I, I did tell you guys I would buy a GoPro they are pretty damn expensive but maybe I, maybe because obviously I'm gonna start doing the rehab stuff again and the gym stuff again and and I would like to share some of that kind of stuff. Like I got up this morning at quarter past eight, half eight I'm out the door, didn't do any activation, didn't do any rehab. What a terrible day not to do all that given that my hamstrings aren't in amazing shape. And also like I was out partying at the weekend and my diet's massively off, like holy shit. I think I had a chip shop for lunch yesterday and a kebab for dinner. That's, oh my, I mean, I laugh but that is terrible. <laughs> it was so good though. Um, but yeah, like today's the kind of day where that rehab and that activation stuff should have been bang on. Um, and so that's a bit sloppy on my behalf. But I just didn't have time. But time isn't an excuse because I could have got up at half seven. And probably everybody listening was up at like 6.37 doing, taking care of their shit. So um, I definitely have no excuse whatsoever. Um, but yeah, no, look, I, I just got to get back on it now. Like I love the, the start of every new build up because you're, you're building on what you've already built. And like... I'm I'm not I'm not shying away from the fact that I, I want to be really really good at what I do, and like when I say things like that and when I say hey I think I could run like two twelve by the end of the year towards Doha I might not do that at Doha because of the weather but that's the kind of fitness I believe I'm capable of and I don't say that because like I'm just like an arrogant shite you know like I, I am but it, but it's also because I'm arrogant about my work ethic. And I'm arrogant about the fact that I just get it done and I don't I don't make excuses and I commit myself and I, I like I mean that's a week has passed since Houston and I'm already pumped about like alright what's next? And like I was having a thought process this morning about like I love that whole plan and I've talked about that so much. I'm gonna go I'll probably go today and sit in a coffee shop and plan out the next few weeks and then plan out the next few months and and then usually once I've done that, that's when I speak to Haas, my coach and and we we share the ideas he's probably doing similar and then we 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 work the we work out a plan together because if it's just his plan i don't think he can expect me to get that excited about it but when it's both of our plans then then i'm kind of like has is like logic 
I'm like logic stroke emotion but you need emotion to get excited about your plan and then you sort of meet somewhere in the middle and and I think that's really really important to bear in mind guys like sometimes when planning don't just leave it all up to your coach like you have to be excited about it too especially the races you're gonna do and 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 so my next plan might be like a half marathon if it's not a half marathon it'll be maybe a track 10k it doesn't look likely that London's happening and um, it might be a lot it might be a lot to ask of my body to rush straight back into training and and I used to think my body was like Superman and and would just recover really quickly and get on with it but not only that I would then have to recover from another marathon and then go to world ha- or go to world marathon maybe in the in October so it's quite a lot to ask of the body um but yeah, look, if I if I go for the 10K, then like it's pretty exciting. I've been trying to break the Northern Ireland record. I got I got within like four or five seconds last year, and I, I promise you I didn't try. Like the whole point was to get the European um, qualifying standard, which was 45, 28.45. I ran 28.36. The Northern Ireland record's 28.32. And when I say I didn't try, I didn't actually know I could even get near the record until about 600 meters to go. And usually I would like sprint finish and like like really aggressively do that. But at the end of a track 10K, it just, it can honestly add, it can add three weeks recovery. Instead of, instead of it taking like five days, it can make it three weeks because you're literally sprinting on legs that are really tired calves that are really sore and so what ends up happening is you just delay the recovery and and for me that 10k was just an opportunity to hit the qualifying standard and move on and so i kind of thought about it and the other guys in the race started sprinting but look at the end of the day if i plan to go and run 15 20 seconds faster this year like what does it matter if it was my last race ever well then fair enough yeah i might have done that but also i'd probably rather break the record when i when i've brought some attention to it and and i've stated that that's what i'm gonna go do and um so that would be pretty exciting it's a it's a it's a it's a pretty solid record i think the 5k record's better um I think Paul Pollock's half marathon record is really impressive. So that'll be that'll be a very difficult one to break. And then obviously the marathon record, I thought I was closer to that than I actually was. 213.06 is, you know, that... I guess these guys break these records in the peak of their career. So, like, for me to expect to just do it when I'm just building is... Is yeah, maybe that's ambitious, but that's where I'm at. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wreck some of these records. Like, and and it's just because my, I think my focus levels are where they need to be. I think my setup is where it needs to be. I think I get quite lucky with that. Um, not lucky, but I'm lucky that the people around me support me as much as they do, and I can go to places like Flagstaff and I can train with really quality athletes. Um, I, I need to improve the physio setup in Flagstaff. I'm getting, I've been getting massage out there quite a lot, but I honestly think if I had the physios that I have here in Northern Ireland with me in Flagstaff, we wouldn't have had the hamstring problems um, in that race there. And, and it's kind of bittersweet that, isn't it? Because if I didn't have the hamstring problems, maybe I would have ran really fast, but at the end of the day, I did have them hamstring problems. So there's not really much I can do about it, unfortunately. So it is what it is. But look guys, that's where we're at. I'll update you guys probably tomorrow 
on what the physio's saying, probably on plans moving forward, and, and maybe my podcast will get a little bit more exciting, but that's that's the end of the break. It was fun, I enjoyed it, but I'm kind of glad it's over, because I just love cracking on. All right, everybody, have a great day. Bye-bye.